You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Welcome back to Cosplay Confidential. I'm your host, Kiki, here with guest host, Matchstick. Hello! Hello. And our faithful producer, Will. You just can't get rid of me. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the horror. We're so sad. I can't. I know. Color me upset about that, Mm -hmm. I guess. And our, uh, oh, we have a, we have a special guest host today. Um, Scriva. Really? Yes. (laughs) You are, you are special. You are, you are, you are extra special guest host. You are a special flower. Hi, sisters. (laughs) If you haven't, go back and listen to Scriva's episode, uh, in episode 37. Uh, we're at episode 38 with our guest for the episode, Frey Plays. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Hey, guys. Hello. <laughs> hey, so, <sisters. laughs> hate you. Um, <laughs> so, all right. So, I have to. I have to start off and ask: How did you come up with your cosplay name? So, back in college, I played World of Warcraft, and. At the time, my boyfriend had made a character to level up with me, and then ended up not doing that. So then I made a new character, and I really liked the Norse god Frey, so F-R-E-Y. Mm-hmm. So when I tried to make my name, it was taken, so I just added an E. Yeah. And it, it, it was just really cool, so I've stuck with it ever since. Nice. I like it. Yeah. That's, that's solid. So it's not the same as Freya. No. Frey is much cooler. Yeah. <laughs> That is much cooler. Mm-hmm. And it's got an E at the end. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. So um, so how did you get started in cosplay? So my first convention was actually Yomacon uh, 2008. And I was actually at work today looking back to make sure that was the correct Yomacon because I wasn't sure if it was 2007 or 2008. And um, my two best friends in high school actually dragged me along, and I was very unsure of it. And that was still when Yomacon was at uh, the, what is it, the Hyatt in Dearborn. Okay. So before, they upgraded the venue. And I believe one of my best friends made me like a chungsam. So we went as the three main girls from Naruto. So Sakura, I was Hinata, and my other friend was Ino. And that was a really cool experience, and it kind of opened my eyes to cosplaying at the time. But I didn't really pursue it because I committed to a dual major in college, and then I just kind of stuck with that. So um, you had loads of free time, is what you're saying? I did, and yeah. then I regretted yeah. everything. <laughs> it was it was like my dad had brainwashed me into something that I really didn't want. Then I decided not to do it, and then I switched and majored in graphic design. So then I finished my degree. And then one of the friends I had made in college was like, hey, we're doing a Pokemon group. Do you want to join? And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. Let me just, like, do this cosplay in a month. Uh, I haven't sewn in 10 years. Let's see if I can use a machine again. And then I decided I wanted to do Tokopi. So I did a Tokopi Gijinka. And it was super cute. And then I ended up. (laughs) (laughs) That was involuntary. Sorry. (laughs) 
<laughs> so I got there later in the day on a Saturday, and I was only there for the one day. And the entire group had split up by that point, so I was just walking around alone, which oh. was really sad. Yeah. And then as I was leaving the Rensen down the escalator, there was a Blastoise going up the other way, and apparently <laughs> she was freaking out because she saw me, but I didn't see her. Oh. My friend told me later. Oh. That made me really happy. Oh, just but, a, uh, alone Togepi. So the, the Togepi uh, cosplay, um, I bought like half of it and then I actually patterned the cowl itself and I sewed it. So like half on the machine, half by hand. And that was the first thing I ever really made for cosplay. And it was really complex and the experience got me addicted. Essentially, I was like, damn, I'm so good. I can do this. I may as well just keep going. So um, the following year, I went to uh, the next Yomacon, and I did Black Cat. And then I, I just tried to be as accurate to the character as possible. And so as each year goes by, I kind of add a little bit more onto it. So I'm still pretty much a novice because this past Yomacon was my first foam build. So I'm still not that experienced. I haven't made a prop or anything yet. So it'll be coming up. So you said that was your first foam build? So yeah. what did you build for Yomakan So I went as Zero Two from Darling in the Franks. I went in the red combat suit. That was really awesome. I'm super proud of that build. It was it's, gorgeous. It you is. should be proud. Mm-hmm. Fan freaking tastic. Thank you. I'm like I'm I've been like reveling in all of your pictures with all the photographers. I'm just like oh Yes. <laughs> so good. I just yes. feel bad because after like a whole wall of zero two, I have no other content because that's really all I focused on. It's fine. So, it's amazing. Like, it's fine. Everyone's just sick of it, and I'm just getting like, nope. less likes. Yeah, I can it. tell. Canon. Canon. Who cares? Canon. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, and and also, yeah, the likes are nice, but like we all know. We all know that it's sick, so just, like, keep it coming. That's true. Yes. I mean, yes. I was also somebody's con crush, or con crush, rather. And that was, it was, like, flattering, but at the same time embarrassing, because I've never, like, been a con crush before, so I don't know what that entails fully. <laughs> <laughs> what the responsibilities are? Like, do I have to wear a crown? Do I have to wear a badge do do with a con crush? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like, I don't know if there are more creepy guys going to, like, look at my profile or not, or, like, if I'll make more actual friends. I wouldn't think about the creepy guys too much. They're going to be there no matter what. Yes. Yeah. I mean, so always find a way to find me. If you yeah, like, he's a, a he's a creepy guy. So. <laughs> That's true. That's true. No. So, um, what, was there any specific cosplay that you felt like sort of... I don't know, was like a turning point for you in terms of like, cause I know you're, I was looking at your page today and your, your page doesn't go as far back as like your first cosplay. Yeah. So my Instagram I see is like a curated portfolio. So okay. I'll end up removing things or at least archiving them so that, um, like I can look back on them when okay. I need them, but I don't like to necessarily show them cause I have like my aesthetic has changed. Okay. Cause I have like themed rows on my page. And I found that works best for me because my profession, um, I'm a graphic designer. Mm. And so I'm really driven by things looking very nice. And so over time, I've figured out the formula that makes me feel good about what I've posted. Um, I think the two biggest turning points would be my Togepi Gajinka because that was what really sparked everything and like got me committed into spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars on mm-hmm. this impossible hobby. Yep. And then like zero two kind of opened my eyes because I was so afraid of starting with foam. 
And then I just kind of just went for it. Like uh, my friend on Instagram, Smells, he's a very, very talented foam smith. And he was basically like, just fucking do it. Like, don't be afraid of the foam. Like, you can do anything you set your mind to. And honestly, like, anything you mess up, you can just use as paint tests or something. Yep. True. There's always a use for it. That's right. We can use all the mistakes. There's some kind of lesson there. Happy little mistakes. You can always fix something you mess up. Like, you just have to learn how to adapt. Yeah. Very cool. So so you talked about foam building. Are there any other skills that you feel like you're picking up or that you... um, that you maybe wish you were better at in cosplay or that are intimidating to you? Definitely anything to do with wigs. I wish I was better at and I wish I had more patience for it. I think wigs are the most frustrating part because they are incredibly tedious for me. And it's not necessarily that I feel I'm bad at them, but I just don't like to sit down and do it. It's not fun. <laughs> no, they're, yeah, they're a pain. They you really, know what? really are. <laughs> What? I love wigs. <laughs> Same. I mean, I think they're really fun. Same. I just sat down and hand colored my somber wig with Sharpies and it Copics. Looks, it looks nice though. Yeah, looks but so uh fun. that was like near traumatizing for me. <laughs> See, that would be like a relaxing day for me. So it just it always surprises me with what cosplayers like really enjoy doing. Like yeah. some people will be like, Yeah, I just want to sit down there and like pattern make and I'm like, Oh god, no. <laughs> <laughs> I actually love pattern making. That's so funny because yeah. when I did go to school it was for engineering and architecture and my dad's actually an engineer and so from a younger age he had me go into like the AutoCAD programs and like build things and like wrap them in they, you know, make them from 2D to 3D. So I was actually like taught how to pattern without knowing it. Mm. And so it's almost second nature. So yeah. I can visualize everything as I'm building them. That makes a lot of sense because when I learned CAD last semester or two semesters ago, I kind of hated myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's I'm the like, same thing. It's the worst. It was the worst. I mean, like once you get the hang of it, I think it's like anything that you, you know, finally start to understand it and you're like, okay, I can do this. But it just took me a really long time to actually get it. Yeah. yeah. So you were, you were low key learning like useful cosplay skills all along. I yeah. felt yeah. like my preteen years were secretly like building me up to become a cosplayer (laughs) yeah (laughs) because um i was fortunate enough to go to a school district where they had kind of an exploration i guess period and we would rotate between different activities so there was like a shop class there was home ec cooking sewing all this other stuff and so i actually learned how to sew in middle school nice as part of the curriculum which was astonishing so like useful I, i had that um, I did a lot of beading. I did a lot of needlepoint and cross-stitching when I was like 14, 15. So I already knew how to sew by hand. Nice. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's really, yeah, okay. it was preparing you for, Honestly, like, like, I for the craft. I yeah. could knit and all this stuff, man. And I think back, I'm just like, like who does this? And they're preteens. <laughs> you should be going outside and playing outside. <laughs> <laughs> And and that really is like prophesizing your career in cosplay because we don't go outside. Exactly. I mean, I don't anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, you the only reason you would go outside is like if you have like a like a swimsuit cosplay, right? Exactly. That's the only reason to go outside. That's mm-hmm. the only time of year I get tan. Yeah. Is that colossal? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Love it. Um. So. We talked about like skills you've picked up. What are um, what are some things that draw you to specific characters? 
I've looked at all the characters I've chosen so far, and they're all very strong-willed women. Like, I think I'm attracted to that because I've always been very shy. And as I've gotten more mature and more sure of myself as a person, it kind of shows and that I like to be that when I become another character. I want to be empowered. I want to empower other people. I want to be a fucking badass that wears leather and just walks around like she owns the place. So it's kind of great because when I was in kindergarten, first grade, my parents told me I hid under the desk from the teacher. Like they had to dig me out because I was so shy. Oh, no. Like I couldn't tell people (laughs) thank you or look them in the eye or anything. Like my mom had to force me. Oh, honey, no. So I've come such a long way. Yes. (laughs) You You haven't hidden under the table once. No, we're proud of you. (laughs) Do you kind of feel like you get into that mode when you put on that cosplay, like, you know, transform from, like, you know, a little bit still that, that, like, kind of shy person to be like, you know, no, now I've got this cosplay on and I feel badass. I I feel slightly more badass because, like, especially when I'm wearing leather, like, you kind of have to feel more badass. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. everyone perceives you that way. It, it's also interesting, like, how you react when people treat you a certain way, like, because you look different, because you look a certain way mm-hmm. in cosplay. Yeah. And then because cosplay is essentially acting as well, it, it plays off of that, too. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to pretend like this is the volume is down here. I'm trying to just post a video. <laughs> Instagram addicted god Kiki. I'm just I'm just trying to post for the any of the 970 people who follow us on Instagram now. So I'm just trying to keep them happy by posting videos uh, of what happens. Hopefully that'll be over a thousand when this episode airs. Oh yes, hopefully. Hopefully. If you listen to this, you better like this on Instagram. Yeah. Go yes, like please. Cosplay Confidential. But no, I think there there are certain things you wear them and you you have no choice but to feel like a badass. Yeah. And so I I feel like I mean looking at your zero two cosplay, that has to be one of them. Yeah, and it's it's really interesting because in the beginning of the series, Zero Two is kind of sensual. So it's like you have to find this mixture of getting out of your comfort zone and being a little bit sexy when you don't necessarily want to be, but then still kind of a badass. So I I've like Positioned myself more towards the badassery because I'm still not wanting to portray myself as necessarily that sexy on my okay. Instagram. Yeah, it's, you have to find the balance. Yeah, because it's like when you have a social media page like, and you're, you're posting all this cosplay stuff, you have to decide what your, your borderline is really. Because there are some cosplayers that do super sexy stuff, and, like, I think that's fine. Like, that's what they want to do, but that's definitely not me, and that's not how I want to attract attention. Right. So, yeah, it's – I think that's a really healthy way of looking at it, too, is, like, it's okay for them. Mm-hmm. It's just not for you personally. Exactly. So, and I think mm-hmm. people can get really caught up in, if it's not okay for me, it shouldn't be okay for anybody else. Mm-hmm. So, that's that's good to hear. Um, and I, re- I mean, looking at your, looking at your page, it really is. It's so aesthetically pleasing <laughs> with all of your rows and your walls and it your is. everything. So I definitely appreciate how well you've curated that. Yeah. It's really nice. I think of it kind of like telling the story as well, because when you have a series of images, a you're allowed to spam the same cosplay all in a row and not feel bad about it. But also, <laughs> you can kind of choose like 
how to arrange things and how to give that vibe for that character and the environment that they're in. And so I've, one thing I want to improve on is really playing up on that. So, like, once I've worked with the same photographers more and more, um, I can, like, suggest parts of the shoots and, like, make that uh, series come alive. Okay. Yeah. I, I really admire that you have the patience for that, honestly. Seriously. Um, Bravo. I feel like with my Instagram, I'm just like, oh, my God, I love this photo. I got to post it right now. Yeah. <laughs> But like, like your Instagram is so aesthetically pleasing and pretty. So, like you're in, you're in there for the long, the long con. Yeah, I'm a little bit OCD. (laughs) (laughs) But it it shows in like a good way in your cosplays the the Mm -hmm. OCD angle. Just so it's very detail oriented. But I do love um, the combination of like in character and also goofy and derpy that you have going on Uh, and um so would you say um i knowing that we've we've both worked with um with isa is there Mm -hmm. are there other photographers that you've worked with who also like encourage the the silliness um so this past Yomacon, i worked with rough shots Mm -hmm. and i didn't necessarily go derpy um, during my shoot with him, but he has told me like he loves when people are comfortable with how they are and just having fun during the shoot is really important because it doesn't matter like if you physically look good or not. Um, your, I guess your expression really comes through and like if it, it looks like you're really, really having fun, your photos come out better. Yeah. So, like, with Isa in particular, I don't know, like, when I shoot with him, I just kind of click. Like, we just vibe really, really well, and I feel like I just do whatever, and he doesn't care. Yeah. (laughs) And I love when he takes really candid shots, not even just the derpy ones, but when I'm not looking. Um, I just like seeing what I look like when I'm not looking at the camera. And I think that's really important, too. Yeah. For sure. So you... Because you want to know really how you're carrying yourself and everything. No, that's really cool. Um, You made a post recently about um, social media and affecting your mental health and taking the importance of taking a break. So do you want to touch on that briefly? Yeah. So as my following started growing, like when I was at 200, 300 followers, it really got to me and it was super unhealthy. And, like, looking back, I really was fueled by seeing the numbers go up, like, by one or two or five. And then when they would disappear, it was like, oh, no, what what am I doing wrong? It wasn't like, oh, I'm I'm just lesser known. People are trying to do the follow for follow because that was when it was really big. And now, like, I'm closer to, what, am I, like, a thousand or something? And it doesn't matter as much to me because I realize – it's just how Instagram works. You shouldn't be worried about the numbers. You shouldn't be worried about people you don't know right. and whether or not they care about you. You mm-hmm. should be worried about your content. And if you aren't driven by your own personal growth, you have no business being on social media because right. you're not healthy enough to take in that inspiration. You're going to let it affect you negatively. And so I find that I take a lot of breaks now, like every week almost, because like honestly – I don't really care. Like, I would rather just live my own life than, like, look at my phone all day worrying about what other people are building. Because when right. I want that information, it only takes a couple hours to get it. Like, you don't need to consume it all the time. 
Right. And I found that I'm so much happier when I'm not looking at my phone. You say it to a person who has her phone directly in front of her. (laughs) (laughs) It's for the podcast, I promise. (laughs) You're just fucking up with your phone today, Kiki. Just leave me alone. (laughs) Don't (laughs) at me. (laughs) Thank you. Um, No, that is, it is really important to take a break and sort of reassess the importance of what you're doing with your life versus what social media tells you is important. Mm -hmm. So I think I really commend you for making that post because I read it and it was really like it kind of wakes you up a little bit. Yeah. Um, So thanks for sharing that. No problem. Yeah, it is. I think that's really important. Um, Dream cosplay, no limits. Okay. I've been thinking about this for a long time. Good. My favorite series and my boyfriend's favorite series is Berserk. And so I've never seen a Berserker armor Casca. And I would really love to do it because I really connect with Casca as a character. I think she's my favorite character of all time. So I'd like to do that. Nice. Full blood and gore. Yes. Mm-hmm. Blood and gore. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I, I totally awesome. looked this up because I don't watch Berserk and like, this is cool. Show. Yeah. Share. So if you look I'm at. assuming it's this one. Oh. Yeah. So if you nice. look up the Berserker armor for the main character Guts, it mm. would essentially be like that, but more stylized like her original armor. And uh, in the series, when he dons the Berserker armor, it basically impales his body with spikes to hold his body together. And as he's fighting, it breaks his body, like it breaks his bones. And the only way his body is like being held together are by the armor. So there's just blood dripping out of every orifice of the armor. Oh, my God. So, like, I want to do that. Oh, my God. Uh, I need it. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds amazing. That seems so practical. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up, Will. (laughs) Practicality. But, you know, we're going from Togepi to this. So, yes. <laughs> that's All a transformation. That's right. Zero to 100. That's fantastic. Started from the bottom note here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Oh my gosh. I can't wait to see that. Yeah. Maybe awesome. a few years. Yeah. I will, I will be eagerly waiting just. Watching wide eyed. I, I wish you could all see Kiki's expression there. <laughs> I like pulled up my hands, pick up a little squirrel. <laughs> Got closer to the mic for no apparent reason. Cosplay. Um, so no, that's awesome. Um, well, Will has one last. Oh, uh, oh, advice tips for beginning cosplayers. Uh, don't be afraid to try everything and anything because you can always fix it. Like, I'm a perfectionist to a T, and I'm always afraid of, like, fucking things up, but it's impossible. Like, you can always paint over things. You can always hide it somehow. You just need to be creative. That's all. That's, yep. That's exactly it. Mm -hmm. You can always fix it. And it might cost you some money, but you can always fix it. (laughs) Perfect. Will has one last question for you. I'm sure you know what it is. She'll never guess. Yeah. (laughs) Um. When you're at a cos a con, full cosplay, you know, wearing armor or whatever, how do you pee? So in Zero Two, I completely undressed every time I had to pee. <laughs> when I bought the Zentai suit, I considered getting a zipper and then decided not to do it and realized it was a mistake because the spine that goes on the back is held on by Velcro that goes over the zipper. Oh. So everything had to come off every time. 
That was fun. That's that seems like fun. But when you gotta pee, you gotta pee. Yep. Yeah. You gotta you gotta stay <laughs> hydrated, nerds. Yep. Do you ever yeah. worry about somebody like accidentally opening the door when you're like butt ass taken in the stall? <laughs> oh I've never thought about it. <laughs> okay. But maybe that's just me. <laughs> I mean, maybe I'm just naive like that. Okay. I'm sorry for Apparently, putting that fear into your head, maybe. <laughs> Hopefully, I had they put locks on the door. Well, yeah, but like, what if you know somebody accidentally like opens it or like the lock? Well, comes Jimmy's the lock I, open. I don't know. Just like, busts in. I have anxiety. I'm so OCD. I always make sure that the latch is in. Like, I'll jiggle it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's probably a good idea if you're gonna get butt ass <laughs> naked if you had to pee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Always take the handicap stall. Oh yeah. yeah. Solid yeah, you advice. Do. Sound advice. Well, thank you again so much for joining us. Yeah, thank you for having me. This was super fun. Good. I'm so glad. And remind everyone where we can find you on the internet. So you guys can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Frey Plays. Uh, Frey is spelt F-R-E-Y-E. <coughs> cool. And Scriva, where can we find you? At S-K-R-I-V-V-A on Instagram. Cool, cool. And Matchstick, where can we find Instagram? Same on Facebook, but I don't use it, so I don't recommend that. And Will. You can find me at Willow's Pizza on Instagram. And then we are recording today from the Podcast Detroit studio inside the Detroit Shipping Company in downtown Detroit. Don't forget to use code WIKI10 for 10% off com for some amazing t-shirts. Perfect. And you can find me on Instagram at RealKikiElise, Facebook KikiEliseCosplay. And you can find Cosplay Confidential on Instagram at Cosplay Confidential, on Facebook, Cosplay Confidential Podcast. And you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, anywhere fine podcasts are heard. Um, once again, I think that's it. Did I cover everything? I think I did. Yes. <laughs> once again, from Cosplay Confidential, I'm Kiki. I'm Matchstick. Frey Plays. Screeva. I'm Will. Keep creating, inspiring, and sharing the love.